This is Smart Money with Kevin Richards from KNR Consulting Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Kevin Richards to help you find out how to have financial peace of mind. Good afternoon and welcome to another show of Smart Money with Kevin Richards at k Consulting Group. Thank you all for tuning in today and hopefully you learned something new about college tuition. We're going to talk about not letting tuition top your retirement. A lot of folks out there, maybe listening to us, have uh, the two priorities in their life is saving for retirement, but also providing for your children for college. So we're going to kind of go over those two topics today and ways you may be able to set aside funds properly for your children or grandchildren for them to go to college without sacrificing your own retirement. So before we begin, let me introduce our co-host, Tony Shore. How are you doing today, Tony? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And Kevin, thanks for having me on your show today. I'm excited about this one uh, because I, I just had a long week. And so it's really refreshing and fun to be on the radio. And I want to say I myself, uh, my son uh, has recently started his first year of college. So uh, the fact that he's in his first year of college is a is a big deal for all of us. And so I'm really going to be listening hard because uh, financially, wow, college is really, really expensive, isn't it? Well, it's very expensive. I mean, the average tuition for in-state colleges here in California is about $39,500. For out-of-state, it's $98,000. And if you're going to go to a private school, it's about 135000 So these are no small numbers, which many of us can agree on. So you got to learn ways to set aside the funds. If you do want to help your children or grandchildren, there's a smart way to do it where you don't sacrifice your own future retirement and then become a burden to your children. So there's a way to balance the two. And we're going to kind of go over a lot of those points today in a little bit of time here. So I'm happy about it. Excellent. Well, yeah, I mean, costs of, of education are skyrocketing. And yeah. some might even say those numbers uh, that you said are, are a little low for some schools. But yeah, college can be expensive. I mean, uh, you know, depending on what you get for scholarships and, you know, books and um, the, the, the living arrangements, everything just adds up. Uh, believe me. I mean, we shopped around for a lot of schools and applied for a lot of scholarships for my son. Um, he applied to a lot of those and we helped him apply, but you know, saving money for our kids, college education is something a lot of people want to do. And a lot of folks are doing it, but when the rubber meets the road, some people might start sacrificing money they should be using to save for retirement, and we don't want to let that happen. Um, obviously, there's a struggle between parents saving for college and their retirement. And, you know, obviously, the steady increase in the price of tuition is one of these reasons that parents are struggling to manage both. Um, but are there any other factors you can think of? There's a lot, Tony. A lot of folks out there who are listening to our show, maybe of the group of people that had children when they were older, like I'm 45 and I have a seven-year-old daughter. So I had my daughter when I was 37 
And uh, it's a very common uh, trend I see out there where folks in their 40s or late 30s are having children, which means when they hit their ages of 60, their kids are going to be getting ready to go to college. So it's really important to start planning out this this expense, which is your college tuition for your kids and your own retirement. Looking at the numbers now before it's too late or before you've lost too much time. And if you're about that point where your kids are about to go to school, well, there are some things you could do right away that would also help them potentially get grants, scholarships, while also giving yourself the assurance you have enough money to live on when you do retire. So it, it is very common. I, I see Tony, a lot of folks, you know, are getting that age where they're they're almost 58, 59, and their kids are turning 18, 17, or about to hit that last year of high school. And they need to know what to do. They need to know where do I go to get assistance to possibly get grants, scholarships, or even lowered tuition, which a lot of folks out there may not realize. But do you know that tuition is a negotiable number at almost all colleges? Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying like like when you go to buy a, a car, you can negotiate. Absolutely. And of course, well, I should say this, the preface to all this is that your student, your son or daughter must have the qualities that are desirable to that school. Obviously, if you have good test scores, grades, um, volunteer work, all these things that are important to a college, that's going to be criteria number one, meaning the student is desired by that school. Once that's established, you definitely have the power to negotiate. And it's very much like going to a used car dealership. If you went to a BMW lot and said to the BMW dealer, I'm only going to shop here. I only want a BMW. Do you think there's any way that person's going to give you the lowest price out there? Um, probably not, huh? Right. Same with colleges. If you go to one college and say, let's just say it's uh, UCLA, and say, UCLA, I'm only going to go to school here. I've not applied to any other school. I have a fantastic student here that is all the things you want, and I want a lowest, the lowest tuition possible. It's very likely, unlikely, I should say, that that school will give you a lowered tuition. Flip side of the story is if you were to go to six schools, apply to six of them, which happens to be a magic number here, and say to them, look, I'm shopping out which school to go to. Um, I'm talking as if I'm the student here. <clears throat> if you do that and show them that you have all the things that are desirable, your test scores, your again, all those things that are needed by a school, you have a way better chance of getting into that school and having your tuition reduced. I mean, assuming that your your parents also have certain financial requirements met as well. That's kind of where we come in, Tony. We do a lot of work here with folks who do want to get eligible, financially eligible, I should say, for all the tuition reductions that are available to them. And there's a lot more than most people think. It's a very you know, complicated system. But in short, there is ways to keep your assets with the family and still get a reduction in tuition either with grants, scholarships, or just sheer negotiating through, through a school. So it's something that we do see a lot of nowadays. I'm getting more and more clients that are at that age where they have teenagers who are about to go to college or they're juniors in, in high school, but they want to know what to do with their assets. They want to know how to set aside more money for their college without it hurting the child, child's ability to get reduction in tuition. So this is something that you got to really understand because it is a lot of money. When we're talking about a $50,000, let's just say, annual tuition rate. And if you could lower that tuition rate by eight or $10,000 a year, you just saved upwards of $40,000 in tuition, which is very 
common. So it's really important to know the facts to get help from a professional that knows about college planning, knows about how to get lower tuition and how to protect your assets, amongst other things. Interesting. Well, I know that there are a lot of strategies involved, but negotiating with the college and and really utilizing some of this knowledge to help uh, ease the burden of costs for college is huge. Um, uh, are, are there any other problems that have related to people saving for college? Well, absolutely. And, you know, this is, we're talking two different stages in a person's life. One here is the one we're talking about now where the student's looking at applying to college now or next year or two. The other one is when you have younger children, like I have a seven-year-old daughter. So I have a different strategy because I'm looking at how to save money now for her college and also for my retirement. So both those things are important to me. And I want to make sure that both are assured whether or not my daughter decides to go to college or travel Europe or become uh, a nurse here in the States, whatever she wants to do, I'm going to forward that motion. I'm not going to have a preset plan for her. And I hope she does what she is skilled at and what she enjoys. I think every parent would want that. So that being said, I know I need to set aside funds to make sure, again, my retirement is handled and my daughter's future college expenses are at least supplemented. You know, there, there's one thing that realize here about retirement planning, Tony, our children can get student loans. We can't get a loan for retirement, right? So you have to be thinking that through. We don't, I don't want to be a burden to my daughter when I'm 70 years old and I didn't plan for my life and I can't work and I have to live on very low income levels and, and, uh, have to ask for help from her. I don't think anybody wants that. So you really have to keep both goals in mind. And that's where sitting down in advance of all this, again, if you have younger children, sitting down in advance of that time when she goes to school and working out how much you should allocate monthly or yearly to your own 401k plans, your IRAs, you know, your savings plans for college and how much you should set aside for her directly her school benefits. So that's where we like to break all this stuff down. And there are a lot of different choices I should comment on, Tony, which you may want to hear about, but I don't know if we're at a time where we need to take a break before I get into that next segment. Yeah, we should probably take a a quick break here. Is there anything else you want to add before we do? Just a quick note to any listener out there. If you have a a student, child, grandchild that is looking at going to college in the next two years, meaning they're in high school, and you have questions about college tuition programs, reduction programs, grants, scholarships, call our office. We'll give you any advice we can and help you through this process. We're in Orange County. We're here at area code 949-218-3900. Again, it's 949-218-3900. All right. Well, that sounds great and really appreciate it. This is a great topic. Uh, We're going to continue this discussion with our amazing host, Kevin Richards, here on Smart Money right after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from KNR Consulting Group by visiting knrconsultinggroup.com or calling us at 949-218-3900. And welcome back to Smart Money with our host, Kevin Richards of KNR Consulting and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. 
Now, Kevin, you've been talking to us about how to not let tuition top our retirement, and college costs have been skyrocketing. You discussed retirement planning and tuition and how more parents might be putting their retirement plans at risk by prioritizing the cost of college for their children over their own future. But ways to deal with this, uh, what are some of the ways and strategies we can use to save for college for our kids? Sure, Tony. The one that's most common, uh, commonly known about that I hear is the 529 plans. So what those are in simple terms, they're an education-specific savings account where you can put aside a certain amount of money, whatever you decide to do, monthly, yearly, or however often you want. That money can be invested if you choose to, wherever you'd like to have it. There are certain restrictions there, but let's just say you invested in uh, different mutual funds. The gains that are made in that account are then tax-free Federally, federally tax-free if those dollars are used for qualifying education expenses. So it gives you an incentive to save for the future, a tax incentive, which means, again, the growth that you put in or that you make from this account is not taxed provided that those dollars are used for education expenses, such as, of course, tuition, books, room and board, etc. Each plan has a little bit of differences in there, but in short, it's Pretty much if you spend those dollars for your son or daughter or grandchild to go to school, that's going to help and that's going to qualify as a tax-free uh, educational expense. So that's one aspect. The other account I like a little bit more, actually I like it a lot more, and that's an account where you actually are using life insurance to save for whatever you want in the future, which one of them could be, of course, you could allocate those funds for college tuition for your son or daughter or grandchild. So this account is very flexible in terms of what the dollars are used for. They don't have the restrictions that these 529 plans do, which again, you have to use your dollars for educational expenses. These other accounts, these cash value life insurance vehicles can be used for whatever you like. They can be used if your child wants to travel Europe, go study abroad or become a cook or a chef or Whatever they may want to do, those dollars are yours for their needs or your needs. If you decide or having a medical emergency or you change your mind and want to use these dollars for your own retirement needs, those dollars are yours to do as you wish. So, but it gives you a benefit of tax-free growth. One of the aspects I like about these cash value life insurance vehicles is that the money put in grows forever tax-free because when you pull the money out, in essence, you're just lowering down your death benefit, which is a secondary reason a lot of people do these accounts. So it does have a lot of tax benefits. It has safety there. It doesn't go down in value because of any stock market loss. But again, you're putting money aside for a designated expense that you decide what that will be. And again, you can change your mind at any point. You don't have to wait till you're 59 and a half to withdraw the money like a lot of IRAs do nor do you have to ask for permission for anybody for any reason to pull the money out. But it does give your child or grandchild better chances of getting more intuition reduction by doing this. Because these expenses or these accounts I'm talking about will not count against your child or your grandchild in terms of grants they can get, scholarships, or possible tuition reduction. So it's a really good vehicle that can make sense for a lot of people out there who are looking at setting aside money for their children or, or grandchildren. They want to give the most benefits 
for doing so, rightly, of course, you'd want that. So this one has a lot of tax benefits. It's got other benefits that will let your child potentially get more uh, subsidies, grants, sure. scholarships, et cetera, right? Or grandchildren, of course. So it's a, it's a vehicle that I like for those that are able to get it. Uh, of course, it does require you have discretionary income to set aside, which is obvious because you're setting aside money for your children's tuition or grandchildren's tuition. So it, it, it works really well, Tony, for a lot of people. Again, it isn't the end-all, be-all, but it does have a lot of value and it's frankly not understood by a lot of people that I run into. They, they may have heard about it or they've read a little bit here and there about it. Uh, it's got a lot of parts to it, but it does provide a lot of benefits that fit a lot of people. <laughs> well, and I think that's I think that's really true. And obviously, there are a lot of different strategies and ways to go about paying, saving and paying for college, right? Well, of course. But again, first and foremost, we got to realize we got to have a plan here. All this is predicated on the fact that I hope every listener out there has a written down plan of how much they need to set aside to their IRAs or 401ks so they can reach their magic number. What I mean by the magic number is what amount do you need to have saved so you can comfortably retire and not be worried about running out of money before you or your loved one pass on. That's target one. Part of this plan though, and I know it's a priority for a lot of people, is to make sure your children or your grandchildren are going to get the education that they deserve and that maybe you didn't get yourself and you hope they can even achieve more success than you did. Every parent, I think, wants that. I do. But you got to be practical. And it starts with having a written down plan of how much you should allocate for yourself and your spouse so you can both retire with a comfortable lifestyle, not like rock stars, of course, but comfortable, but right. also having resources to hopefully help your children get the college tuition they need paid for. Again, they can get loans. Don't forget, Tony, they can get student loans. Sure. We cannot get a retirement loan that I'm aware of <laughs> that's legal that you can for sure bank on and know you can live on. So it really does, you know, point to the, the fact that we need to have a comprehensive plan here that looks at all your accounts, all your assets, all your income sources, your budget, so that from those facts, we can create a written down plan of what you need to set aside to which accounts and how should you invest it so that it could achieve the goals you're trying to achieve. Money's just a number, really telling you, as you all realize this, anybody who's listening to our show, monies are just money is just facts and you know, figures that you hear all the time. They're really designed. I mean, money is for a purpose. If you don't look at and focus on what you're trying to do, it, it really makes it hard to plan because, I mean, that, that's really the end goal of all of this retirement planning we all hear about on TV or college planning or whatnot. It's what is the purpose of your planning? Is it to make sure you can live your lifestyle out the way you want it to be for the rest of your life? If it is, well, let's name, name that. Let's figure out what that number is. What is it? Because that tells you what we need to do now to ensure that in two years, five years, or 10 years, you can achieve that lifestyle, or you can achieve that goal of getting your children to the school that they can get into, or your grandchildren. But it all starts with looking at numbers and facts now and planning things out. Right. And so there are these different strategies that you mentioned, like uh, the, a 529 plan, or you know maybe even you know some people want to tap into a Roth IRA, and then there are other vehicles you can use to save for college. 
that are very helpful, but you need to look at which strategy makes the most sense for your situation, correct? Absolutely. And that's why I feel this industry of financial planning is so important. I think more people out there need to take advantage of folks like myself or if you have friends you know that do this, who know a lot about these numbers and a lot about the options. Why not take advantage of that? Get the assistance you need because we all can't be skilled at everything. I'm not very good at fixing my own uh, cavities, nor if I hurt my ankle, I'm not going to fix it myself. I go to a professional who knows that industry or knows that field very well. That's what we do here. We've gotten very skilled at and learned a lot of facts, learned a lot of knowledge about financial planning and tax strategies and college planning strategies to make it where our clients can achieve those goals and utilize our knowledge to achieve those goals as teammates of ours, not as a sales rep and not as a, a person promoting one thing over another. But really, I look at any any relationship we have here as actually like a, like a team, like a sports team. You know, you're on the same baseball team or football team and you're looking at trying to achieve a certain goal of winning the game. Well, that's how I look at retirement planning. I'm more of a teammate to our clients than anything else. I'm just here to guide them on what I see, be their coach, so to speak, and show them what's good and bad about the, the options that are available to them. Show them a little bit more about them they may not have been aware of. And then say, here's my opinion. And then, of course, they can make the end decision, but at least they're more informed from an unbiased source. So I hope that's kind of our goal here. All right. Well, thank you so much for that, Kevin. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Smart Money with Kevin Richards. At KNR Consulting Group, we would like to help you craft a strategy with the right plan, process, and professional to help you through the construction of your financial pyramid, starting with a solid foundation. We will help you with the resources, tools, and understanding you need to be successful. To learn more and to receive your personal financial pyramid guide, visit knrconsultinggroup.com or call us at 949-218-3900. And welcome back to Smart Money with Kevin Richards. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And Kevin, you've been talking to us about college savings versus retirement savings and just how expensive college costs have gotten and how to deal with that cost. So do you have any other tips for us uh, before the end of the show here on uh, just, you know, how we can save for college and, and what we can do to actually get our kids into college? Sure. I mean, the obviousness is having a budget created first where we know what we can spend per month on our current lifestyle and how much extra that leaves us to either set aside for an account like I talked about, which is that cash value life insurance that has a lot of good benefits for college planning, for retirement planning, for long-term care, all these things can be all pretty much addressed in one account. So, But it starts with knowing how much you have available, how much you can afford to set aside for yourself and for your child. But one thing you can do, I, I really don't see a lot of folks doing this or really uh, being aware of it. If you have a teenager who's in their last year, let's say their sophomore or junior year in high school, it's really, really important to make that child do the things or be involved in the activities that will give them the best chance of being desirable by the colleges. What I mean by that is if they want to be, let's just say a veterinarian or they want to be uh, an engineer, it's a really good idea to start volunteering, get an internship at programs or companies that are in that field because of a several reasons. One is you'll know if you like that industry, which I've seen many folks say want to be a lawyer, then they go work for a law firm and they realize it's not their cup of tea. 
So you want to get exposure to the field that you think you want to major in. And I know a lot of students that are in high school will change their majors eight times, but you still want to encourage your son or daughter to go get involved in that field. They think they want to be, you know, having as a career, but it also makes you look more attractive to a college. Cause if I see that a person went to uh, volunteered at a veterinarian clinic or volunteered for the humane society and did things that were involved or in the field of their perspective careers, it looks really good. It shows that they're dependable, that they're truly caring about their field and that they're going to really put it in, put a lot of effort into this program when they get accepted to their college. So that's something I think a lot of parents out there should encourage their children to do for, again, those two reasons. One is they, they get familiarity with their industry, which is obvious, but also more importantly for reduction of tuition is the school sees that they're very serious about this field and that they have a good letters of recommendation. Cause usually when you volunteer for a, in the humane society or anywhere else could be even a church that does certain programs for animals as an example, it's, you know, a bad example, but it's something to consider. You will usually get a letter of recommendation from that person who's in charge, which again, that goes into your application when you apply to school. So these are little things that add up to a lot. They actually mean a lot more than mo most people think. Going to school or getting accepted into a school nowadays isn't just a matter of having the best GPA or the best scores in your tests. It's about a lot more. They really want to see character. They want to see dependability, responsibility, letters of recommendation, your essay and why you want to go to the school. All these things really matter more than ever because the, there's so much competition, as we all know, for the good schools and uh, with many students having above 4.0 GPAs and fantastic SAT scores and all these things that are very competitive. So what makes you stand out is character and volunteer work and showing that you are responsible and the only way to really do that isn't just to say it, but it's to show it, show it by activities, by actions and proof of those actions. And that's where your letters of recommendation will come in uh, very well. So all these things are what I really don't see a lot of people understanding very well or even doing as much as they should. If you have a child who's in that, you know, again, high school age, it's really, really important more than you may realize. Well, yeah. And I think that's huge. Now we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Just a summary, Tony, again, any listener out there who has questions about either setting aside money for your young child or your young grandchildren so they can afford to go to school later on. If you have a question about that, call us. Or if you have a child who is a senior or junior, or sophomore, even in high school, and you want some assistance on how to get them grants, scholarships, or lower tuition, call our office. We'll do the best we can. We'll offer a no cost, no obligation consultation to see if we can add any value to your situation. So please don't hesitate to call us. We're here in Orange County, two locations. One is in Garden Grove. The other one is here in Laguna Niguel. And that's our phone number is area code 949-218-3900. All right. Thanks so much, Kevin. And that does it for today's episode of Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Thank you for listening to Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, contact Kevin Richards at KNR Consulting Group. That's 949-218-3900. 
or visit their website at knrconsultinggroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Kevin Richards and KNR Consulting Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.